What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Inside the Monster with Steve Peralt and Joey Capone. Welcome back to episode 59 of the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. Hello. The, oh, Joey, we had a good run of you not doing it. We're in person now. Oh, that's a good point. Congratulations, right. everybody. You get to figure out the word in person. Yeah, we're, Who's yeah, surprised? we're not in person for this one. All right, let me, I'm, I'm going to run it back. We'll keep this in. All right, yeah, All right. run it one more time. All right. Welcome Hello. back. Hello. Oh. Welcome back to episode 59 of the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. Hello. <laughs> A little late. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I was not doing it. You just told me to not do it. Well, you did it right when I was talking. Oh, the point of us God. being here is you do it the second after. I- Hello. Right, do it again. We'll keep it in. Hello. We'll keep it in. Yep. All right. Welcome back. Hello. Joey. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just going to kill you. All right. All right. Welcome back to episode 59 of the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. Joey, what are you doing? Dude, what do you want? The point is for you to say hello right after I say your name. How is this so difficult? Joey. Yep. Your reasoning was because we're in the same room. You can say hello after your name in real time. And then three times in a row, you didn't. Was it actually three? Right. Welcome back to episode 59 of the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. Hello. <laughs> I, I was like right on your tail that time. You feel how hot I came in there? Uh, that was like the guy, you look in the mirror and they're just right on you. And you're like, this guy. What are you uh, talking about? Look in the mirror. Oh, in like the car. I thought you meant like in like the bathroom mirror. Yeah, when you look in the mirror and there's someone in the shower, and you're like, "Who is this guy? <laughs> this guy's right on my tail. <laughs> this guy's in my shower." Uh, yeah, we're keeping all that in because uh, it's that time of year. We got three weeks left, and the Red Sox are obviously donezo. Uh, way out of the race is an understatement. Let's get an update. Actually, what's the latest on the wild card? Seventeen. Oh, seventeen out of the division. But I mean, I th- it's got to be what eleven? What's well, ten and a half? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. What do you? What? Who cares? Listen, it's over. It doesn't matter how much it's over. It's over. What are you doing? Are you recording? Yeah. Are you live right now? Live right now. Wait. Are you live? Live right now. What are you doing? You're live? Yeah. We're recording. Hey, man. Oh, this isn't gonna. This we, this won't be on the show. No, we'll cut this whole thing. Don't even worry about we'll it. We'll cut this whole thing. All right, let me get the mic really close. All right, what are you gonna say? <laughs> hey, we'll bleep it out. All right, what do you got? All right, you got some news on Judge to the Sox, maybe? A live mic. If this stays in, this is your debut, man. All right. All right. I'll I'll call you back then. Yeah, I'll I'll listen. I'll listen to the show. What you got? What's that? Who you guys leading off with? Uh, we're lead. Who are we leading off with? Uh, probably Sox Yankees. Yeah, Sox Yankees and Judge probably. Sox Yankees Judge. Yeah, Sox Yankees Judge. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. All right, man. He'll download immediately. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, perfect. All right, bye. Uh, Who yeah. was that? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no yeah, idea. Dude, these spam calls are getting out of control, bro. Anytime he does the FaceTime video, it's actually very important news. So I'm now very curious what that's about. Yeah, so the Red Sox lost both games to the Yankees. They did. And uh, we were at both games. Honestly, more packed than I thought. I know it's Red Sox-Yankees. I get it. But considering mm. what the standings is and everything, like, kind of surprised. I felt the exact opposite. So it's funny you say that. I more meant tonight. I more meant the, the game on uh, Wednesday. Okay, yeah. That one, that one had some energy to it. That one had some life to it. Today, I expected to be a mirror of last night. And that just certainly wasn't the case. It yeah. was like... You know the the music is loud and like the the piped in clap sounds are there and like hey like get everybody going. I'm looking around. And the it's piped like, in clap sounds. Yeah. What are you talking about? They pipe in clap sounds at Fenway. They pipe in clap sounds. Joey, now you're just making stuff up. That's not true at all. Steve, I stand under a speaker. They they pipe in clap sounds. Joey, do you know what Joey just did? Joey just had a huge claim and tried to just kind of put it in a sentence like it wasn't a big it deal. It wasn't a huge. You're claim saying at all. they put crowd noise in at Fenway? Yeah, I stand under the speaker. They do that. What? Oh, like without a doubt. That's not a, that's not a like ooh, a topsy turvy hot take. It's just it's just a fact that's in there. I I genuinely don't know what you're talking about. I'm being honest. In between ABs or in between pitches, they'll just have like synthesized sound tracks that come in with crowd sound and stuff and it's oh you're saying like the two strike music and stuff or things like that just all right we'll get to the bottom of this we'll get to the bottom of this they have crowd sounds and it's not like they're trying to it's not they're not doing a seattle seahawks thing where that's what you made it sound like that they're putting in crowd sound i said the crowd the the clap thing they're not trying to fake it and like ooh, we got a 3.2 on the seismic radar reader they're not doing that. What I'm saying is they they are, are piping in the same sounds that they're always piping in, that everybody knows are piped in. And oh. Yeah, and nobody's doing the awoo back. Nobody's clapping along. I was like, oh, okay. it's sad. No, it's, it's sad. getting sad. No, it got sad. sad in one night. It got sad. I mean, the first time I, I sensed the sadness was whatever that series was before uh, what we just had. Because they went on the road for a little bit. It was against the Rangers. It's mm. like that that first game a four on... four-game sweep of the Rangers didn't do anything for you. Thursday, the first game of the Rangers series, it just felt... It was September, what, September 1st? Mm-hmm. And it just felt like, oh, man, these vibes aren't right. <laughs> Typically, that's me like, all right, we got a month left. And, like, we're going to be going towards a playoff run, and this is going to be great. But I don't even blame Sox fans. And if anything, it has me more excited for the offseason... Because we know this ownership group pretty well in terms of what their tendencies are. Very rare that you have a back-to-back season scenario of what's going on now that would go on next season. So you got to think that they're either – they're going to commit. I think they're going to commit, Joey. I feel good about it. Heim knows everything comes down to this offseason. And we'll have endless time to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Aaron Judge. This much. whole show is supposed to be about Aaron but, Judge. Dude, there, there's no chance – the Sox, based off history, do not win the World Series next year. That's like kind of their whole thing. Just how they go from go. last place. I think they win like 128 games next year. A big part of me was so worried about them finishing in last place. And it's like, who cares? It's like, wait, no, that's good. That's <laughs> good. Cares? That's good. Because if that it, means yeah. next year they win it all. It's more, that's but what it's, they do. Also, if you just look at it from a standpoint of urgency, you can't tell me it's not more urgent if you finish in the last place in the AL East. <laughs> It's more urgent. You almost died a little bit. Yeah, there. I inhaled my own <laughs> saliva there because I got so excited. It, it's if anything, it's a great uh, selling point for Heim to go to ownership and be like, "Look, we got we're a last it. place team. Yes, we need Degrom and Judge and Otani. Need all of them. Need them all." The Aaron Judge. Let's just get right into the Aaron Judge stuff. So, Joey and I were up on the monster uh, for Game One of this two-game series, and. We're trying to catch Aaron Judge home runs. Now, I understand some of you are going to say, what are you doing, dude? You guys have the official Sox show, and you're trying to catch Aaron Judge homers? Are you a dope? Are you a clown? Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes, yes. But for this, I I care. We've talked about it before. I care about history. I like, you know, and we try to make content out of stuff, and we got three weeks left, and, you know, we do what we can with what what we have left. Sure. And... Also, I just like I like being up on the monster. You know, a lot of our people are up there. Collins the mm-hmm. nicest. You know, it's it's a great group of folks they got that work with the, with the Red Sox up there. Mm-hmm. And 
The vibes are it, seemingly, regardless of how bad the vibes are for the team, the vibes are fun on the monster always. Always. It's always, always fun up there. People so, care up there. Yeah. So it's like, you know, getting positioned there for in between the what? The left, like, light tower and then one of the first, like, big ads. I, I don't know which one it was. It used to be sports. It's like section ability. three or four. Yeah. 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 It's right around there. And uh, judges up after he hit that homer in the what second inning or so, probably the third Which, inning. By the way, we were also on the monster for. We like ran up there to try to get to. <laughs> know, and first pitch, he takes it up. First pitch, one of the bullpen. You don't seem. I don't know. I, I feel like he hasn't done that at Fenway. I got to correct myself. By the way, I was fully wrong in the last episode. Hand up. For some reason, and I was on Baseball Reference looking at the batting splits for Judge. I could have sworn. I would have bet everything, Joey. That it said he had one career homer at Fenway. He had six career homers at Fenway. And now he has? Eight. Which is what I guessed last episode. What did you guess? Eight. What? I guessed eight. Judge bombs at Fenway. Under the presumption that he had one going into it? No, but you said guess how many. I said eight, and you said no, it's one. Oh, so you you weren't right at the time is the point. I'm right now. No, that's incorrect. No. The point, the point of the question was when it was asked before the series. Now it's invalid. It's I two think games. your exact words were, after this series, Joey, how many home runs at Fenway Park will Aaron Judge have? And I'm going to give you the wrong answer right after this. I think the, that's what the you The trivia said. question was how many career Fenway homers does he have? And I feel terrible that I had the wrong answer. This is now twice mm-hmm. in my trivia history. The other one was Garrett Whitlock. To his face. To his face. I was like, what did I, who was the, what, the first person you got out in your career? Yeah, and he told you, and you were like, I was like, I don't uh, think it's right, but the second, Garrett Whitlock is very, he is very to the point, he is straight faced, he is to the point. And I immediately, I was filled with so much doubt the second he said someone else. I was like, oh God. I bet you could have told you the pitch sequence on that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And, I still feel bad about it, honestly, that I messed that up. So yeah, hand up, hand that's up. Definitely got that back wrong, on, dude. That's why he refuses to come back on the show. Yeah, we hit he him up. And he's just now. like, no, you got that trivia thing wrong. I hate you. <laughs> no so much. shot, you guys. <laughs> You're the terrible. nicest guy in the world. Oh, like, absolutely no reason. You though. guys are the absolute worst. But <laughs> now, so you know, judges up that second time, and off the bat, I gotta say, Joey, anytime. And we had this happen in the monster, not to bring up a sore subject, the one that hit your hands, all that, whatever. The point of me bringing that up is that off the bat, when you're on the monster and it's anywhere close, do you think it's coming to you? 100%. Right? Yeah, it's it's going to left field. It's coming right to you. It's coming to you. You you like planned your spot, so you think that's going to be it. Yeah. And so that 57th homer, I'm like, oh, this is my ball. Like This is, this is coming <laughs> right here. And you're recording. You're rolling on it. And it just soared over. It went right through the light tower, and this guy gets it on Lansdowne. I felt this poor bastard. I who felt we bad watched. for the dude. So there was this dude in the parking lot behind Lansdowne. You guys all know the parking lot where a lot of home runs do go, and he's back there. Interesting fella. He's got so much stuff with him. Yeah, what was he that came all with about? Like a was that his truck? No, I think that trucks. I think that's for like people leave items there. It's uh, okay. Yeah, wh- whatever. You pick it up after the game. Oh, it's like team of field. Okay, I thought that box truck was his. Okay, no, but he's, he's got all had baseballs in there. Like this guy's like the real Zach. He still Campbell. had a big setup going. <laughs> what did you think when you saw that guy? How old do you think that guy was? The guy had to be mid thirties. He looked like a yogi. He looked like he like does hikes barefoot. Yeah, he had. It looks like he had like dreads in a, like a couple years ago, and got rid of them. Um, he had like gallon jugs of water with him and a a glove on like a baseball glove on and he was just standing in the middle of the parking lot just standing there looking up yeah like no radio on no game feed on just looking up and hoping one comes over <laughs> i know and the second it did it <laughs> fell about 10 feet short <laughs> of the elevated parking lot i feel bad for him because like right idea right location just right idea, almost right location. Wrong, like it's wrong altitude. Wrong altitude. Exactly. If if that dude had if Fenway Park was in Denver, that guy gets that. Ball. Oh my god! <laughs> that yeah, that would have been right ball. to him, dude. But no, I mean it's it's funny because if you're in that position, if you're gonna be in that parking lot, and I was telling you this during the game, they have what McCovey Cove Dave, I think that's his name. Uh, I believe. Sure, man. There's a guy at McCovey Cove that's out in a kayak like every night, mm-hmm. and seems like a cool dude. He's gotten a bunch of home runs out there, even though there's less balls that go out there than I initially thought. Uh, at least since Bonds has left, and it hit me. I'm like, there probably should be like a like a what you said, Lansdowne Louis, <laughs> Lansdowne Louis or Lansdowne Larry. Sure, wouldn't you think that 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 guy's not a Louis or a Larry? No, so no, no, no. That, that guy's that guy's a name that you've never heard before. I can promise uh, you that. Lorenzo, dude, fa- might Lorenzo. Be Lorenzo. He might be a Lansdowne Lorenzo. But anyway, he's out there, and it's like I felt bad for the guy because the right idea, the ball comes soaring over, but 
it actually lands on Lansdowne and not in the parking lot. And the other thing I have with that is that, you know, Fenway security was out there in like two seconds. Which is weird to begin with, right? Yeah. So why what were you there? thought seeing that? That was interesting. My very first thought is, why are they going after that ball? Yeah. And then it clicked in my head, like, the Hall of Fame might want as many balls as possible of this stretch if he does break Maris's record. Probably. That's where I initially went. Maybe I'm jumping to too many conclusions there, but I really don't think so. Well, he also... He passed some big names, and the biggest one being, in terms of single-season homers, Ken Griffey Jr. has never hit 57 home runs in a season. Now Aaron Judge passed Griffey's 56. So, like, there's other numbers. I think we get so caught up on the 61 and 73 that it's like there's only so many guys that have really reached this point. If he hits, uh, what was it? If he gets the 59, which he obviously will, um, I think there's only, he'd become the 10th player ever to do that. I think 60, I think only six guys have hit 60. So it's you go down the list here, and it's like obviously it keeps getting shorter and shorter as you go along. So um, it was cool to see those homers. It, it just sucked that it was like to tie the game. As we were saying before the series, it's like yeah, I want to see some Judge homers and the Sox to win both games. But Judge homers and the Sox <laughs> lost both games. That's, that's how <laughs> hey, it but went. look, is that uh, that's not a zero percent want rate? No, exactly. You know, we got that's, that's it's a fifty percent want rate. Okay, here is I the bigger thing. Something real quick, got to correct. So yeah, I just yeah, want, I just do, don't want any do. false stats. Sorry, anymore. his name's Lansdowne Lawrence. Exactly. Judge would be the tenth player in MLB history with fifty-eight home runs or more. Seventh player in MLB history with fifty-nine or more. And he would become the sixth player with 60 or more if he gets oh. there. Back to Joe. All right, here's the bigger thing. When the ball landed on Lansdowne, some jamoke came along, grabbed the ball, and kind of hit it. He like put it behind his back, put it under his arm, whatever, and Fenway Security went up to that guy. And that guy did exactly what everyone accused my good friend Jordan of doing in your Tampa Bay friend. with oh. Cassis. He's my best friend in the world. Watch your mouth. That's what, dude, people accused him of of holding on to the ball to try to get something for it. Run and that's tapes. just not what he did. That's play the, just not play what he the did. tapes. Joey was on board not liking this guy. Play the tapes. Play the tapes, somebody. All I said was he seems like the kind of guy to speak his mind a little too much, and I stand by that. But that's all you said. That's it. That's okay. it. That's all the promo said, and I've deleted the episode. <laughs> so good luck finding it, dude. But I'm serious, man. Everybody got on this guy for like, oh, like he's holding on to the ball. When in reality, the clubbies were like, hold on to the ball. We'll go get you something. And he's not a Sox fan. He didn't care for like whatever was coming his way. He's like, oh, sure. I'll Why did this become a Jordan ball. talk? What, what, did the, what did the guy do? That guy actually did what Jordan was accused of doing. And it wasn't momentous at all it was yeah. just judges 57th it wasn't the record tying record breaking like oh it could be his last one at fenway as a yankee i guess that one's kind of true but like there was nothing immediately momentous about the home run and this guy put it under his arm and was like what do i get for it and we got first-hand video of it like the jordan thing he got up immediately went to go to the dugout and in his words he was going to go give it back and the clubbies stopped him and said, no, like, stay here. We'll get you something. Allegedly. This guy, this guy was obviously holding it, hiding it, and trying to look for something for it. And I saw no hate about it. And I don't know what that's about. I don't know if it's because he's a Boston guy. But that was ridiculous. I didn't, I didn't like that one bit. I was immediately like, dude, give it up. It's Judge's 57th. It's not 62. Yeah. I must have caught more of the tail end of it because he had the ball out when he was talking with the security people, at least when I got a video. Like, I know you guys were right there initially he definitely was a little sketchy the second he got the ball i was like what is this guy doing what's this guy up to um, no good no good i'll say that but i mean in his defense he's outside of the stadium so it's like you're not it's not like he got a ticket it's for, you know and he might have been leaving the game that's actually probably what was happening he was leaving the game on Lansdowne. so he doesn't really deserve the ball the guy was leaving the game he wasn't even out there <laughs> the guy that was out there with the glove should have that ball Lansdowne lorenzo um but yeah i i just at first and you're, you're probably right, Joey, at first, um, in terms of, like, the Hall wanting it. And I don't know. Did I hear someone that Judge wanted his 56, too? I feel like he probably just wants these, right? Like, along the way. I mean, Judge seems to care about this a lot, as he should. As he should. This is a huge deal. Side note, did you see that uh, Pujols, with his 697th to break A-Rod's, like, to oh, get yeah, the yeah. fourth Yeah, you let them keep it. You let the fan keep the ball? Yeah, That's that was interesting. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do you think of that? I thought strange, but also really cool. I just think yeah. the is, is kind of cool. He seems like a guy that, I don't know, this is a complete guess, that wouldn't care too much about having these milestone baseballs. He, he just seems, he's like a ball, he's a ball player. Pujols is like, 
I, I'm just glad we got to see him, especially this year. He's also way. 67. Is that, I thought he just turned uh, 70. What? He's six, is he seriously 70? I think he's that's, 70. Okay, yeah, no, I missed that. I feel like I, I saw it on Twitter. You see it on Twitter? <laughs> we should have a segment like, did Twitter. you see this on Twitter? You see that on Twitter by chance? You see that on Twitter? Um, but yeah, Aaron Judge hits two homers in that first game. When he was facing Brazier, we stayed. You, you guys, we're at a hotel right now. We're recording at a hotel. So shout out to uh, the Renaissance. Where are we right now? Residence Inn. <laughs> the Renaissance Inn. <laughs> shout out to the Renaissance. Leonardo da Vinci, bro. Big My fan. brain, I'm so, I am so just like worn down at this point. We're at the Renaissance Inn yo, right now. Uh, yo, in that first game though, when Judge hit those two bombs, we joked around on this show like there's a chance that he hits seven and seven, breaks yeah. Maris's record in yeah. this series. And I, I had said like all he's got to do is hit three in the first game and four in the second. And he hit those first two in his first two ABs. He was on pace. And then he came up for his third one. And I got like four tweets in a row that are like, wait a second, Joey. Is he going to actually yeah, hit three bombs? He was on is he going to do it? I think it was what, the second and third at-bats he hit the home runs because he let off You're the right. game. Yeah. But like it was... Yeah. Still, I mean, there's there's a Whatever. different there was a different buzz, and I know it's a lot of Yankee fans that are there, but I think a lot of Red Sox fans. I just want to let Red Sox fans know. I want to let you guys know, it's okay to want to see Judge break this record. I've said this before, but it, it's not. No one's going to take your fan card away. I think not a lot of people were really. I, I tweeted something about it. Sometimes I'll tweet stuff just as a floater, like how are people feeling out there? Mm. It's like we're trying to catch Judge Homers. Just like uh, this is where we're at. I'm like, how does I'm, everybody feel about that? I don't even Do you say how do people feel, but I'm just like, let's see what they say about this. Yeah, I think there was one like just burner that was like the monsters. <laughs> I think he said something like. The monster should like kick you in the ass or something. I'm, it's like if that's true, then monster should kick you in the ass. I'm like, I'd like to see it try, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's I, I've gotten a couple random Twitter beefs these last two days. Yeah, what's it's like, going on with you on Twitter? What's going on? I don't man? know. I, I just there was some you random. Feisty? No, there was some random podcast that was trying to like prove some point that didn't. Like Simmons had tweeted out about like the Red Sox traded Mookie Betts, and this is Simmons. Simmons's thing. He does this a lot, mm-hmm. where he talks about you know, oh my God, they traded Mookie. Oh, they got nothing for Mookie. Yada yada yada. And it's like, dude, I'm just. I think we're all Mookied out. I I don't have any more thoughts to say. Like obviously, uh, we yeah. want him here. I mean, I get it because it's like he's trying to say like, hey, don't forget that they did this. Because I mean, in all honesty, don't forget that they did. This, yeah, you know. But I with Twitter beefs, I prefer talking to a human instead of someone that's standing behind like some random podcast a handle brand or something yeah, yeah I get and you, so I get he's you. like oh but he's right though it's like yeah of course simmons is uh, y- yes they traded mookie yeah they yeah, like i get it that the point of this is like i got probably like, like to give it up just let's just give it up like let it be let it be it's seeing mookie and freeman celebrate you think we enjoy that <laughs> no, of course not like obviously there's pain there but it's like just give it up like it's we've moved on it's been four seasons joey how crazy is that, by the way? They traded him before four seasons ago. So I, I can't sit here and be all like, oh, wish we had Mookie. It's like 2019. We spent the whole year talking about it, I as mean, we should Doogie, Doogie feels like he's just been here. I know. Doogie Does doesn't feel like he's a new addition and in the same vein. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I can forget about Mookie until I see Mookie. Yeah. The second I see you know the him like celebrating in the dugout or like him pimping a homer, then I'm... Sad's the wrong word, dude. But yeah. it's like, it's like seeing an ex. It's, I mean, it's a, a played out metaphor, but it's what it is. It's like oh, I used to love that person. No, and it's not like, I don't know. You see your ex, you're not like I'm. I still love you. I wish you were here. I, I want you back. But it's like, wow, I used to love that person. I think this is getting personal for Joey right now. I think, <laughs> I think he's letting some Lindsay, stuff out. if you're listening. <laughs> And I say I four seasons. That out. I, 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 I said actually that's that's too much. I say four seasons. I know he was on the 2019 team. My point is, we spent that whole year talking about Mookie. So like uh, they trade him I after that. You, yeah, you, but you, like you, so it's technically this is the third full season without Mookie. And if you want to get even more technical and say 2020 wasn't a real season, which I'm there with you, it's the second full season. But still, it's been plenty of time. He looks like he is. Love in L.A. When I asked him in, in L.A. about it, he's he was you know he's beyond ready to move on. It's like let's all. Was that when you guys were out at a dinner? Yeah, we were at a dinner. Yeah, it was me, him, and, and Brian Almonte. We were all we were all having me, uh, him, and our buddy Brian. Yeah, we were at yeah. Chang's, and uh, it was it was great. It was it was a hell of a time. No, yeah. well, Almonte was chilling with him in All Star. No, I'm saying. Yeah, no, you know, I know that. I know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Got a couple of uh, questions from Mookie, and I was like, "You sick of these? You sick of these Boston questions?" And he's like, "Listen, brother." He goes, "Listen, brother." 
I'm so sick of them. <laughs> Listen, brother. I'm sorry, waitress. Can we get like four more can bottles we? of wine? <laughs> and that's how it went. No, but yeah. you can just see that he's, he's so tired of that stuff, and I am too. I know so. it. I know it. We're part of the problem. Well, whatever, dude. I mean, that. whatever. God, God bless him. God bless him. I'm happy he's happy. And honestly, going out to Dodger Stadium, it's like, you know. Yeah. It's like a... I get it. If you wanted a fresh start somewhere, this is a great place to do it. Oh, of if course. you left here and was like, get me on the twins, I'd be like, What's wrong with you? Yeah, you that would have that would have been LA, ridiculous. It's like, look, dude, if you want to go and live here, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's a single guy, right? So Mookie? Yeah. No, no, he's married. Are you serious? Oh, big married, yeah. They got they big got a, married? Yeah, they got a kid. Yeah. Big time married. How big are we talking? We're talking he's mega married like a fish. Mega <laughs> married. <laughs> Like a fish? Like official. <laughs> I didn't mean like oh. a fish. Like a <laughs> He's mega married like a fish would be. <laughs> you know fish get married all the time. He's, he's as married as a fish. Nah, he's been, He. I mean, Damn. him and his girl were together for a, they've been together for a long time. And they. That pisses me off. That <laughs> pisses you what off? Why does that piss you off? He's, he's, he's mega married, dude. But no, my, my point, I don't even, this wasn't supposed to be a Mookie discussion. <laughs> I was just overdue for a Twitter beef. It had been a long time. Yeah, you know, the late June stuff was its own animal. And then it had been two months, really, since some Twitter beef. When do you think you and me get into a Twitter beef? Is it going to be the off season? I don't think we could get into a real Twitter beef. I think we'll no. do we'll do some. You want to fun- get into a real beef? Let's go, let's get a real Twitter beef right now. Yeah. Like, what? Do you want to? Do you want to fake a Twitter beef right now? I can't. I, I'm Twitter beefed out. I, I just, yeah. I just did like ten replies. I just reply with a good old like "f you" or something in one of your tweets. No, we just don't. I, I don't tweet with swears anymore. Actually, I just sweared today on Twitter, so I, I guess that's bad. Yeah, I don't think that's true. Um, I'm gonna reply to you and say like, I'm your most recent tweet. I don't know, man. Is your most recent tweet? I don't I'm know. I'm gonna yeah. reply and say you're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is worth. I'm not going to engage. So that's just going to be like, well, Joey, what are you doing? Yeah, Joey had some people who aren't listening to this. Yeah, to this gonna show like, are going to be like, whoa, what is going on over there? What is happening? Are you gonna, don't talk about my Twitter tonight. My Twitter was a was a Joey. If haphazard. you want to see some tweets that'll make you go, huh? Look at Joey's Twitter tonight. I don't know. I just went wild with it. Dude. I just I was kind of loosey goosey with it. Loosey goosey with it. You're letting the people know what a concession stand looks like at Fenway, yeah, and then what Fenway looks Street, like. Jersey Street, Boston. There we go. But yeah, yeah anyway, uh, back to Judge. I uh, it, it was a little bit of a head-scratcher what the negotiations were about, but then it's like, okay, they probably want all of these. And it leads me to this, Joey, mm-hmm. where I genuinely, and if you're listening and you've been at the home park, the home stadium of a team that has an opponent that has a chance of hitting a huge home run, a milestone home run, were you rooting for it? Where are you rooting for it? Now, I say this, and I also say, what's the last milestone home run that sticks out in your head? I got an answer for this. I'm curious what yours is. Uh, can I answer the first thing first? Yeah. I think if your team is out of any kind of uh, potential postseason Like the race, Red Sox. Like the Red Sox, then whatever. If the Sox were like two games out of a wild card oh, we race, wouldn't, we wouldn't have and been you were rooting for judge no, home no, runs, no, no, no. I'd be pissed at you. But no, that's, that's not problem. the situation. That would have been a problem. That, yeah, no. that's not what's happening here. Uh, the last like momentous thing that I was at in person? No, 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 no. In your head, what is the last? What would you define as the last milestone home run that you remember? Not not in person, just seeing happen on TV. Uh, a Rod. A Rod's six um, hundredth. Yeah, I mean beyond that. Um, I was gonna uh, say Jeter's, bo- Jeter's three thousandth hit. Yeah, that was a home run. I more um, meant like a milestone. I guess that yeah, it counts as a milestone home run, but it was it was for it the was hit. a milestone hit that was a home run. Yeah, um, yeah, those are fair, but there's not many. Is my point? They're, they're both Yankees. Uh, they're both, they're, yeah. Let me think of somebody who's not a Yankee. Hold on, it kind of seems like a Yankee show. Dude, um, I, I was just gonna say Bonds is you know all time record breaker in 2007. But we're talking yeah, about I'm 2007. It's 15 yeah. years ago. Is the last one that really sticks out to me is like. Well, sure. That I mean, was that's a, arguably like the biggest home run. No, like, but arguably in history. But you know, you know? what I'm saying? It's yeah, been 15 yeah, yeah. years since like a big one sticks out, and a lot of that's because Bonds. And now it's going to be like two of them because it's going to be Pujols 700th and the Maris break. I swear, one. Joey's reading my notes. This is this was the, the the point is that we need to embrace how significant this is. Like it, this doesn't. You don't get milestone home runs anymore, and like chases, they just don't mm-hmm. really happen. And that's part of why I'm pulling for Judge. It's just because mm-hmm. like this doesn't happen. And the and the thing is, two things. One, like we said, 
the Sox are out of the race. So like there's none there's none of that getting into the picture. Exactly. But two, like if there was any Yankee that it was gonna be, like we've been on the we've been around this fella. Yeah. Judge is like just a genuine good guy. He's a great guy. He's just a good guy. Great guy. He's easy like, to root for. If you if you are like a real Yankee hater and you're like you're angry at that team all the time and ha- and then and, and pissed off that they're doing well, mm. which like I would consider myself among that group. I just don't want them to win that division. Yep. Aaron Judge is the hardest guy to root against on that team by a long shot. Oh, easily. But yeah, we got two milestone home runs that should be coming up. Who holds? There's no guarantees. That 70-year-old Pujols hits three more in the last uh, less than three weeks now. Before they pull the plug. (laughs) There's no guarantee in the rest of his lifetime that he hits these three home runs. But no, I mean, it's... And we had already proposed the thing with Pujols where it's like, dude, they're playing the Pirates six times in the year. If they don't groove some pitches, there's something wrong with them. They've got it. There's something wrong with them. But yeah, it's just cool to be around these scenarios where, you know, potential historic home runs can happen because it doesn't happen that often. The last one I remember... Is Bonds in 07, and then the Maguire Sosa stuff was in 1998. Yeah. It's been so long since these have happened. So, uh, ideally, well, especially for Pools, I think we can all at least agree on that, that we want to see him get to 700. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing with Judge that I found funny, honestly, was him saying, so he's asked about joining the Red Sox next year. Mm-hmm. And the quote that kind of had everybody like losing their minds was, we'll talk about that at the end of the year. No, well, well, I think you've got to give the preface to what he said before that that makes that quote stand out so much. It shouldn't stand out as much as it did, but... Uh, Did you hear him say it? Did you hear him say it? Yeah. (laughs) What, the quote? They're some of the best in baseball. They're going to boo you and say some things. They're going to make you laugh. It's all part of it. They have a lot of great history here. There is this is one of the best places to play. It's always fun to go out there and try to put on a show. And then asked about joining the Red Sox. We'll talk about that at the end of the year. Yeah, you will. And let's just let's just say this, Joey. At least I'll say this. You Don't might, take the wind out of my sails. You right probably now. won't agree. I. I wouldn't look too much into that, but what it did make me do is picture him on the Red Sox, and I'm like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's do this thing. Let's uh, Obviously, anyone listening would agree, I would believe, that you can't have Rafael Devers, Xander Bogarts, and Aaron Judge on the Red Sox. That just wouldn't... Money-wise, I don't think that would be able to work. What do you mean? I know you're Why? dropping folks, but I'm just saying, if you're going to commit big deals to those guys, do you think this team that has one decently sized deal in the high era would do three on top of that okay yeah i mean in all honesty here uh oh there we are on tv wow check that out it was the it was what? the judge homer oh wow that's um, that's us right that's there that's pretty cool um zoom in right on us look at that wow Woo-hoo. oh my god a lot of air time we we're on kissing? again are we on they again got that on air what what <laughs> what that's photoshopped no, um is. no what i was gonna say is in reality, we, we were talking about this earlier. My good friend Jackson and I, I, w- I wish he was around right now. Yeah, he's not here with us at No, all. God bless his soul. Bless his soul. God rest his soul. One thing about Jackson I like a lot, your yeah. boy, you're yeah. going to his uh, bachelor party this weekend in New yep. Orleans. So hopefully Joey comes back alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that he has the price tag still in his sunglasses. I'm not saying that as a joke. Mm-hmm. I think that's hilarious. I think that's genuinely, I've yeah, never I mean, seen were- that before and I was like, that's funny. I mean, they're fourteen hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah, you'd want so. people. You'd want people to know. You'd want people to know. Of people to know. <laughs> you think you just get those at a gas station? No. Those are, Imagine those are fifteen hundred on some shades. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what was I saying? What was your friend Jackson saying? Oh, we were talking about the numbies, bro, and. Uh, in reality, if they brought Devers, Bogey, and Aaron Judge on, I mean, it's close to a bill. It's close to a it's, billion it's a dollars. Billow, man. And then you and I, we, we were talking about, we're like, it's touching a kajillion. At the yeah, certain I think, point, yeah. See, that's the thing, though. Judge coming off of, let's say, I'm going to say he hits 60, he's hitting 63 to 65. I think somewhere in I, that range. I, 63 feels so 63 right. is Everyone felt right. Everyone keeps saying it, and it feels so right. It feels like the number. So, yeah, I, I was saying, yeah, let's, let's stick with that. We think he's hitting 63. Mm-hmm. And if he gets there, he's got. I mean, wh- where's he at? This is my concern, and this is mm-hmm. something we'll we'll talk about just right now. I don't want Bogey to lose the batting title, bro. Like I really no, we'll be fine. Tough, couple tough nights here. Arise really wants this thing. 
I thought he was going to fade out. He's back to 320. He really wants this thing. He's ahead of bogey by three points, which is not obviously not a big deal with uh, whatever one 19 games left. Jet, you know? No, easily. And that's what it did. He he went like three for four. Bogey went, I think, one for five, and he, he jumped him. So yeah. And and Rice came here and jumped bogey. Like he literally, <laughs> which I think yeah. is garbage. He I took think, his, yeah, yeah, he took his watch. Yeah, the second you start, you know, physical altercations, I think that's kind of cheap. Over a batting title. Yeah. It's like, you shouldn't do it. That's got to be the funniest thing to start a fight over. It's like not the. <laughs> It's like so far from the most prestigious thing. <laughs> See, no, you need it's like the not the MVP. Title. It's not the Cy Young. It's, no, it's a batting title. I need a batting crown. That's the only thing that I'll I'll be able to tip my cap on. But Judge, yep, also known as Hang Your Hat On, Judge, uh, 123 RBIs right now. 123 RBIs. He has an 1100. <laughs> These stats are so stupid, man. <laughs> yeah, These are so dumb. Dude, looking up at the big board today, it's like 57 <laughs> hitting 311. Like, get out of here, dude. What are you doing? Like Aaron Judge is just been playing this year on rookie mode we'll talk about like like it's mvp stuff in the off season i'm sure i don't want to get into it too much right now but i have been thoroughly on the shohei train yeah up until about like two days ago i opened my mind to okay maybe it is a discussion shohei i don't even i'm not ready to i'm not ready to go yeah there we'll yet. talk about it we can time, let's but. let's save another episode for that but uh yeah he's hitting 310 judges with 57 homers 123 rbis 1100 ops so we think he's going to be the first guy to go for a kajillion dollar deal this offseason. Yeah, he, well, well, yeah, he himself might get might get a a, a jillion, maybe a maybe a kajillion. I think it's a kajillion. I think he's going to get there. But now I'm just know. I I pictured picturing Aaron Judge on the Red Sox, and it looks good. It looks good, and and I'm I'm so down. I'm okay. so down, man. <laughs> so what? But I mean, like in reality, there's so many, so many things that would have to happen. It feels like the biggest pipe dream, dude. Because like so many things would have to have to change. So like you're talking about like Doogie probably being gone, Fam not coming back, Rob Ref Snyder being your everyday left fielder, like. Kike moving what to right or like put judge back and right. Like there's so many weird things that would have to happen. And I realistically don't think Devers and bogey and judge stay here on a, on a guaranteed billion dollars. It's yeah, It would be kajillion. I, the, if you're going to say Aaron judge ends up on the Red Sox, I think this is what the plan would be. It would be to extend Raphael Devers. Cause if you're going to bring judge, you need it. You're not bringing him to not content. You need, right, right, you need right. Devers here. Yeah. Extend Raphael Devers. And, and I don't even want to say this, but again, this this would be what you do. You would extend Devers. You'd move Story to short. Hopefully, Arroyo's healthy at, at second. Casas at first. Judges in the outfield, and you go from there. Obviously, there's openings in the outfield. I think we know that from how the season has gone. But yeah, Judge and the Red Sox would mean Xander's not here, which I don't like. But um, I think that's the only way it could work. It's not something I'm pushing for. No, I'm not either. I, I'm right. just again. Or obviously Aaron Judge guys. I, I I'd love to have all up. of them. I'd love to have all of them. They should just get all the good players. What are they doing? There's so many good players, and all you got to do is give them money, and they'll play here. Exactly. That's that's definitely <laughs> that's the core of it. That's really how the sport works. <laughs> just give them money. Like, they, hey, good look players. At the Dodgers. Out there. I mean, holy hell! It is they insane. It out. If you just give these guys <laughs> money, they'll play for you, dude. They had so the Dodgers clinched the NL West with like 80 games left, <laughs> and they showed they showed the clubhouse, and I'm like. These guys are all Hall of Famers. Like, look at yeah. what is going on yeah, here. Yeah, they, they went to the All Star break seventy and twelve. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, we we're we're also celebrating. The oh fact my that we god, the division. You know how jealous I am of the new show we launched. So, Inside the Ravine is our new Dodgers show. Uh, yeah. Blake Harris, Josh Schaefer, and they're good. They're good, man. They're good. They're really good. Yeah. And I'm just so it's the classic Squidward and SpongeBob and Patrick meme where he's looking out the window and they're just having a blast. You and I both being Squidward. Yeah, we're we're a combo of Squidward and they're both SpongeBob and Patrick, and we're like, wow, that looks like a lot of fun. So that's gonna be the rest of the way here, uh, at least this year. But yeah, the Dodgers are just friggin' loaded, dude. It is silly. And it's that that was the moment with Mookie where I was like, ah, he's calling like Freeman like his best friend. Ah. Damn it, that sucks. But anyway, we got a lot more to talk about here on episode 59 of Inside the Monster, but we will take a brief break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to episode 59 of Inside... What? What? <laughs> so earlier in the show, I tweeted at you, you're so dumb. Oh, I forgot about that. And somebody replied... Um, he is dumb because he accepted you to be the co-host of this <laughs> Red Sox podcast. <laughs> oh, boom sauce, man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Jackson, damn, man. It's like I can what? still hear him here. He's still, he's somehow still here. Uh, anyway, episode 59 of the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster. Wow, not a lot of great 59s on the Red Sox. Pat Mahomes, baby. What are you talking about? What? Pat Mahomes. Oh, wow. I thought you were just doing some weird, goofy thing. Yeah, no, Pat Mahomes Pat did Mahomes wore 59 for the I'm Boston like, Joey, Red Sox. stop being stupid. What are you doing? Pat Mahomes Sr. Dude, Peyton Manning. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Pat Mahomes' dad. There we go. It's the yeah. Pat Mahomes episode of Inside Sam the Travis is it like really the only other notable no. guy. Spring training legend, Sam Travis. You kidding me? What an icon. They should have his uh, statue there at JetBlue. But um, it's the Pat Mahomes episode. It's the Pat Mahomes episode of the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster. Uh, what else stuck out to you from this very important series? Oh, Juris Familia oh. got DFA'd. Moment of silence? Moment of silence. How long do you think a good moment of silence is? Uh, probably just like a moment. It can't be all too long. Um, they had a, like a trio moment of silence. <laughs> Joey. That's how I wanted to end the Jerry's Familia moment of silence, but I, it took me too long to work it up. I mean, in a perfect I don't world, care you cut like eighty so things ever. out of the show, but you're heading to New Orleans. So yeah, I'm not going to cut many. It's going to be much raw. Of it We're out. leaving a lot of stuff. Yeah, out. we're leaving a lot of stuff here. I apologize for Joey being very rude and burping into the mic. It's unacceptable. Jerry's Familia, yeah, can kick rocks. In your words, Steve, he can. <laughs> he can eat rocks. Yeah, eat rocks. <laughs> Why don't you go? And I used eat to a say that all gravel. the time. I was like, so and so can eat rocks, and it would always be like, "You sure about that?" Dude, I eat- Jerry's familiar. Can absolutely. Get Here's the out thing. Here. I, it's obviously nothing was expected from him, and you got nothing. So it's like, there you go. You got what you expected. It was he wasn't going to do anything here, and he didn't, and he got DFA'd. I, I, I would have just liked like a, a major league pitcher, and that's no, not I, what know, he I know, I know, I know. We're gonna ideally have a whole new bullpen next year, but yeah, I was tweeting some like you know because he was taking forever out there. Oh my God! Every pitch was t- he's stepping off the mound. And I was thinking, oh, Joris Familia's going to hate the pitch clock. And I'm like, wait, who, where's he going to be pitching? He's not going to be pitching anywhere. No one's going to have Joris Familia out there, especially with a pitch clock. That's not going to work. He's bad <laughs> enough when he takes 20 minutes per pitch. So I, I don't that know. I, so I don't want to. I don't want to rip Familia. He wasn't expected I, to I do mean, anything. And he, it's I mean, what whatever. really happened there is you were like, man, I wonder where Familia is going to be next year. And then what actually happened is you were like, wait, where is he going to be tomorrow? Because he got DFA'd that night. <laughs> he got DFA'd yeah. that night. So uh, that was unfortunate. But one thing I want to bring up, Joey. Hit me, man. Is what Reese McGuire has done since joining the Boston Red Sox. Played baseball well. He's played baseball very well. He's hitting three seventy three with the Sox and seems to be blending in very well with the pitching staff, which is super important, especially for a guy that came here in August. And... All I got to say, all I got to say, Joey. Say it, dude. It's been a lot less quiet, a.k.a. a lot more quiet on the why did they deal Vasquez front. I will say that much. It's also been quiet on the they're re-signing Vasquez in the offseason front. Uh, Christian Vasquez, who we like. This is a pro Christian Vasquez podcast. Hitting 100 over his last 10 games with the Astros. The thing is, they're not playing them. He's not. Yeah, that, that is that's a very important part of this, actually is that the importance of the rhythm and being in there every day and expecting to be in there every day, that's going to play a big part of it. So I get it. And Maldonado, I'm pretty sure, hits like 170. <laughs> like if that, right? What is yeah. Maldonado? Anytime he would come up, but they'd always say, hey, but he's gold glove catcher. Hey, they gold love glove. him, though. The pitching staff loves him. He's hitting like 022, but you got to see his <laughs> mitt. He's got two hits this year, sure, but they were both in big situations. He's hitting 172. <laughs> What did I say? One seventy? Yeah, yeah he's, so he's right around. Right. It's like he's yeah. a career two oh seven hitter. So yeah. I understand they wanted the veteran and all that. It's just weird. It's weird how silent the offseason thing got to me. That's the weirdest one. That everybody was like, "Well, it seems pretty obvious they're going to sign him in the offseason." Three weeks go by and people are like, "Christian, who? Yeah, yeah oh yeah, he played here, didn't he?" Well, I think the the cool thing to do in in Red Sox Nation is like, "Oh my God, Heim doesn't know what he's doing." 
we do have to give him credit where credit is due. And a lot of the trades he's made, the Red Sox have won. Now, if they won them running away, normally not. <laughs> normally yeah. it's like, oh, okay, this person that they got has improved the team and the other person hasn't done much where they went. There you go. Like, Pavetta is a great example. Pavetta, I think, is one of the best deals they got because you still don't know with Seabold. But the Phillies obviously got nothing out of Workman and uh, Heath Embry. So, I don't I, I just, it was just, uh, you know, no deep dive it's, segment here. It's more just like Reese McGuire's doing his thing here. And, you know, he had a home run in game one. And um, I'm ju- I've just been impressed. I've been impressed with what what they're seeing and that's why i never like doing the super overreaction on deadline day remember we did that show and it's like i just think you know i remember saying like yeah heim and the guys clearly like what they have in mcguire and think they can fill the gap with him plawecki and wong that vasquez leaves and that's what's happened so it's not they've done a good job of it yeah it's yeah they've done it's a good funny, job funny man it's every single deal heim makes is like an a or an f deal period there's really very few B minus C plus deals. I think he there's makes. some Bs. I think there's some like Bs. I, when I say B, I more mean like, what's his biggest home run deal? It's the Pavetta one, right? Yeah, it's an A plus deal. That's the biggest. That, but that's the biggest home run deal. And if that's in the mm-hmm. A range, where you have a guy like Pavetta who's what nine? I mean and Reese. I mean, did, I mean, if you're just talking about Reese as a rental, at least like. Oh no! This is this is definitely is this has definitely been good. Well, you, not even Reese as a as a rental. I mean Tommy too. Tommy they got, for they got control. Nick, uh, who they'd finally named the player to be traded in the in the Tommy Fam deal. Yeah, which Nick Galabagukas. Yeah, he was ranked 78th overall in the Sox system, and there were Sox fans crying about it. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, there's another deal. One, getting Jake Diekman out of here. <laughs> that would have been just I know. fine. Seeing him give up the walk that off, was, I was like, well, that's that's yeah, what he does. Yep. And then, the, and then obviously there's there's some other ones, but like <laughs> we don't really need to get into. But it's just really clear, like pass fail with Heim a lot. I think with his deals, I I wouldn't even say fail on on many. Honestly, I think we just got to get out of that mindset of like the Mookie deal technically was Heim, but it really wasn't. <laughs> like it really, I've never really like attached it to him. He showed up and kind of hands were tied there. He's not gonna I go mean, away from what the ownership I'm, wants. I mean, like. Hunter Renfro. We can oh, the Renfro, Renfro one's bad. That's enough. Renfro one's bad. Yeah. That was bad. Um, and he even admitted that. He was yeah. even like, yeah, obviously, you know, we didn't do a good job of replacing the power that Renfro left. But yeah. now, overall, I, I just think it's the reaction that Haim gets mm-hmm. is over the top considering what ends up happening with I, a lot of these deals. I just think if you're on one side of the fence or the other, you're ignoring all of the other ones, you know, oh, all of the other side. It's like if you're on the A plus side, you're you're shielding your eyes to the Fs. And if you're on the F side, you're shielding your eyes to all the A's. And it's like, I I don't know. I just I just don't like that. I don't like people closing their eyes to, to the reality that's in front of them. It's like, dude, there are, there are times that he, he's had great things. There are times that he's not. Even if you just wanted to go into off-season grades, he's had one great off-season, one not great off-season. And it's like basically, it's like you can't sit there and say like Heim's the best or Heim's the worst when there's like you've seen both sides. Like, how about give him a little time? You know what I mean? The ownership wants him here, and that's what's going to happen. So how about you give him a little time? People aren't going to give him much you know, more time. This off season's huge. It, it really, it does really come down to this year, doesn't it? Yeah, there's. Yeah. I, I think the time thing has led up to this off season, and now this is like the big shebang and. You know, it's with Bogey. You can see how he answers questions. Like he's mm-hmm. he's ready for whatever's going to happen this off season. And I did see some indus- industry sources. Mm-hmm. I think Spear had this saying that uh, rival execs. I always love the rival execs. Rivals. One. Oh, they anytime, guys hate each other. Anytime there's a rumor about rival execs, gets me going. And apparently, these rival execs, Joe, mm-hmm. believe that the Red Sox and Xander will figure something out. In the offseason. So that's the latest with the bogey thing. And we obviously hope that that happens. But I want to check in on the 96 team. And for that, we have John Valentin in the hotel. What's up, John? He's at the Renaissance. John John Valentin. What's going on? (laughs) At the Renaissance. Uh, The 96 team was 73 and 70 at this point. Sox are 69 and 74. Does that add up? Was that good math? That was bad. That was good math, right? Get back. Okay. Was that was that right? Yeah, that was right. Seventy and seventy-four. Yeah. Okay, good. Was it four games well, back? I don't, you know, I don't care. Four games back. 
of the of the 96 team. So there we go. Anyone that's holding on to that. Uh, you got anything else from this series? I do not. No. All right, good. That'll do it. Until closing thoughts. We got closing thoughts coming up next. Uh, uh, episode 59. <laughs> sure. I, I'm like, I, we still have one thing left. Episode 59 of Inside the Monster. Alrighty, we are back. Closing thoughts really quick here. I hate that it's still hot out. Uh, that's my closing thought. It's driving me nuts. I want to start wearing more hoodies, jackets to the park. And instead, we got to still do like the t-shirt thing and polo thing. And it's uh, it's driving me absolutely insane. And so, yeah, what the hell, Mother Nature? What do you got, Joey? Yeah, so my closing thought is that I hate that you hate that it's so hot out. Uh, it's just nice. It's nice out. It's not hot out. It's like 75. It's like not that hot. It's just like normal. Joey, it was hot out there. It was like 75 degrees, no humidity, and a light breeze. It was it was borderline hot you on the field. You're black, head to toe. You're wearing pants. No, I got gray on. I got some gray. I got some gray. It's not all black. <laughs> it's not all black. It's, some of it's just mostly black. Dude, uh, it's fine out there. It's nice. It's too warm. I, I think people are ready for fall. Okay, look, I do get that a little bit. I get it a little bit. You want to put your Halloween decorations up. You want to start. I'm know, trying you to. You don't put, do a pumpkin spice. You don't do coffee. No, but like if you did, I understand. I, I like to get fall into clothes. It. It's hard to have like a pumpkin spice latte, especially a hot one when it's like eighty degrees outside. I get that. Exactly. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I'm also going to like a hot place tomorrow, which leads so perfectly into my closing thought. I'm going to New Orleans. There you go. And um, I can't wait to take time out of my day every day while I'm in New Orleans and watch these Red Sox play the Royals. You're ready. <laughs> and I'm going to do it. Three, four hours a day. Look, it's my best friend's bachelor party. And I told him, I, I've i been telling you every day, or you, Jackson, wherever you are. He's not here. No, he's not here. That's the thing. And I, I keep telling him, I'm like, look, man, we can hang out until mm. 7. At 7 o'clock, man, I am booked out until 10, maybe later. Yeah. Hopefully it goes extras. Hopefully it goes to extras because I love the suspense of it. And he's like, look, I get it. I get it. I'm going to be right there with you. I'm going to watch with you. And um, I'm, just, I'm just really excited. <laughs> yeah, super pumped. Yeah. Are you? We're probably going to do, mm-hmm. get ready for this, folks. I don't know what we're going to do. We are going to do the quickest series preview that you have ever heard in your lives. And it's going to oh, yeah. be a great time. We're probably going to pick a topic that has nothing to do with the series after yep. quickly previewing the series mm-hmm. and just talk about that. But that'll do it for episode 59 of Inside the Monster. We got, how many games we got left? Like 19. We got like 19 games left here in this 2022 season, and then it's rumor season after that. For Joey Capone, I am Steve Peral. Go Sox, kid. Inside the Monster is a production of Odyssey in partnership with the Boston Red Sox. The show is produced by me, Steve Peralt. Our executive producer is Lena Glazer. Mixing and video editing by Joey Capone. Special thanks to the Red Sox and Major League Baseball for their contributions to the production of this podcast. (laughs) 